Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hello, everybody, and today I will be talking to Lloyd D. Roberts. Lloyd is a very successful business tycoon Okay, that basically uh, created one of Australia's largest consulting firms, if not the largest, Australian-owned. And I think that's saying something because, you know, that's not an easy feat. And certainly from the perspective of how much work that would have taken, it would not have been easy. And Lloyd is here today to share with us some of those successes. And of course, at the same time, uh, mention how image and branding made an impact in his business along the way. So I want to thank you for being here today, Lloyd. Pleasure. And... um, So in this episode, we're going to discuss the power of authentic personal image and how it builds trust. And what that means is, you know, we're living in times where fake news and a lot of censorship and at times information that we're actually hearing might not always be the truth, okay, in all different directions. So authenticity plays a big part in being trusted. Do you actually agree that authenticity matters? Oh, absolutely, totally. It's essential, in fact. Um, in any industry, not just uh, mine. I'm, my background is IT, uh, specifically IT uh, consulting management. Um, I was born in Canada and uh, came to Australia many, many years ago, way back in the early 80s. Um, I started my own uh, IT management consulting company. Um, and what I discovered uh, along the way, which has always been the essence of my personality anyway is that authenticity and trust are essential. And that company was uh, SMS, SMS Management Management and Consulting. So let's, let's start this conversation. So tell me why do you think personal image made a difference in your career uh, and, of course, your team as well because I've, I've got a little bit of knowledge of that. But let's start off with you. Well, I guess uh, there's, a, there's a long answer and a short answer. Um, I, I think I prefer the short answer. Uh, the short answer is that um, you're, you as a person are judged within the first five to ten seconds of meeting someone. Uh, so um, if you got your image wrong, that's not going to work very well for you in business. So perceptions are everything you're saying? Everything. Yeah, everything. Okay. Well, uh, perceptions get you, get you in the, in the, in the, through the door. Once, once you're in there, you got to deliver. For sure. Yeah. So the first impression, five, seven, ten seconds. Right? That's right. Okay. So basically, my, obviously, I'm biased in that area because it's our specialty. It has been for a long time. Yes. But image does play a part, right? Um, because it doesn't matter how good you are with the goods. If the world doesn't find out about it in the right way, i.e. from an image positioning, potentially then they don't find out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So now um, what I'd like to share with the listeners is uh, how they can also attain a powerful yet authentic personal image and how to actually do that. So I'll start off with, and you mentioned that earlier, you know, part of that is also the physical, how you present. Uh, And this is very important because uh, if you walk into a room and you look like you're carrying the world on your shoulders... That's probably not the way you want to present. Do you agree with that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I, I like to use the example because I've, I've had many, many discussions with uh, people, a lot of my employees who sometimes push back a little bit uh, on that whole idea. And um, I, I, the story that I always used to use is uh, imagine getting on an airplane on a, you know, a 747 jet takeoff and the, the pilot comes out of the cockpit uh, to, to say hello and he's, um, he's, he looks like a plumber. Um, I'm not sure that it's going to fill you with, with confidence. By the same token, if you have a problem with your running water and you call a plumber and a guy shows up dressed like a pilot, that's probably going <laughs> to not fill you full of confidence either. <laughs> a bit incongruent. A bit, yes. Yeah. So, look, obviously we know physical plays a part, yeah, because if you don't look uh, fit, that indicates perception-wise that something's not right there. Yeah. And I don't think you can escape that. I think from a physicality point of view, um, uh, other than dress, that becomes the packaging. Yeah. It's also the internal. You know. Well, okay, if you want to go into that side of it, I guess uh, use your word, authenticity. Um, but you gotta, you got you to gotta demonstrate a bit of energy. Uh, you gotta, you got to look like you're alive. Um, and, and you must also um, set, you know, be passionate about what you're, uh, you know, what you're on about. If, um, if, if, you, if, you, if you don't demonstrate passion, then um, it's, it, it makes it difficult for people to do business with you because they want someone who's passionate about what they do, they're committed uh, about what they do. Yeah, because on that subject, I mean, we all know, right, people don't buy companies, they buy people. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So the human yeah. element is essential here from a relationship perspective Absolutely. especially. This is, in business, I, I, I feel people don't get this. They just don't understand. But um, uh, you don't do business with a company. You do business with um, a person that you happen to get on with, that you like. Yeah, yeah. right. So that's great. Well, obviously, uh, we talked about the physicality. Obviously, grooming plays a part there that we've already noted. Uh, and and even, the, you know, even some of the fun stuff that uh, obviously me and you have discussed in the past, including, for instance, body odor, right? Yes. So yes. It's so politically incorrect to deal with that, yes. of course, with, especially with many clients I've had. Yes. But how would you handle something like that? Let's assume you've got, you've got a team... And at times, for whatever reason, they unawareness, right? That's the best way to put it, to be, you know, from an empathetic point of view. How would you deal with something like that in today's world? Oh, in today's world. Well, I, I, I can only, um, I guess, uh, I, I'm good at uh, telling stories about uh, what life was like, uh, you know, when I was uh, running my business for many, many years. Um, I, um, and you can imagine, I, I interviewed thousands of people who wanted to join the company. Um, there, was one, <laughs> there was one woman very attractive woman that I interviewed uh, one, one day. And um, as soon as I went to greet her at reception, she had an aura about her that I found to be overwhelming. And so once we got into the office and I closed the door, uh, trying to be as delicate as possible, I asked her what brand of perfume she was using. And, and I told her it was very nice, but it was also very strong. It must be very expensive. <laughs> and she said, oh, she says, when I woke up this morning, I wasn't feeling very well. So I took a bath and I emptied my bottle of perfume in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, we had a nice, pleasant chat, but uh, she did not join the company. Right. Okay. So that, that's, that's an interesting story. And it probably leads to the next uh, uh, aspect of our work, and, you know, that I want to 
obviously ask you some questions about, and that's the uh, communication skills. Yes. So the story you just mentioned from a communication point of view was probably what I would call career-limiting non-verbal communication. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you should patent that. <laughs> so, so obviously communication matters. Everything communicates, verbal and non-verbal. Yeah? Absolutely. From your perspective... What are some examples you can think of in reference to how that's, that's made a big difference, including yeah. maybe a pitch? Yeah. You know. I remember a woman, very, very uh, a capable, intelligent uh, employee of SMS. Um, she was on assignment in a relatively senior role uh, within a very important client, and uh, she was um, attending meetings often. And she felt that when she entered the meeting room, which was largely men, um, that they weren't paying her the respect uh, that uh, she felt she was due. And um, so this is a very long story, but I'll shorten it and just simply say that uh, with, with your help, you might not remember this, but, uh, but with your help, we uh, repackaged her, which uh, didn't only include getting rid of her sexy clothes, but also fixing her hair and, and whatnot. And um, she was happy to tell me that uh, after some months of repackaging, that every time she then walked into that room with all those suits, they would literally stand up to, and, uh, to attention and salute her. Wow. Um, it completely changed her life and completely changed her ability to command respect in a, what, what amounted to a boardroom. So she had gravitas. Certainly. Yeah. Yes. And that's basically the key, right? Mm -hmm. Because communication is all about gravitas. It's yes. either, you know, and we've already mentioned communication is verbal, non-verbal. Yes. So yes. if you have no gravitas, you have no standing. Yes. You know? yes. And this is an interesting subject because, <clears throat> because if you look at, uh, you know, what's going on in society today as well, mm -hmm. gravitas has gone down dramatically. Yes. You know, yes. and I ask a lot of young people, about gravitas, and most don't even know what the word means. Yeah, that's you know, right. yeah. and I don't say that disrespectfully. It's just sure. that it hasn't been taught. Yes. you know, in our education institutions, what it means yes. to have personal power. Yes, you know. Yes. So yeah. when we talk about communi communication schools, we look at, uh, for instance, Albert Moravian uh, mentioned this years ago in a study that all communication is based on. You know, if you look at the hundred uh, percent. Statistic, you're looking at 7% um, uh, that really is the words you speak. 38% is how you say the words, you know, how to bring the words to life, i.e. you mentioned passion before and so on. Uh, and 55% was around how you look. And how you look is not just clothes and grooming, but it's how you carry yourself. Mm. You know, it's a whole package. Yeah. So uh, words, uh, we know words have got limited use in isolation. Mm. But as a whole package, of course, they, they have impact. Yeah. But it's the whole package that matters, not just the words, uh, especially if you're talking about trust, uh, and relationship building. You know, you can be very transactional, sound very intelligent with your words, and still, you might do a deal, but you'll have no relationship. Yeah. You know, this is the key, right? Mm. And we know in business, if you don't work on relationships, you're operating like a lone wolf, right? Yeah. And before you know it, you're going to get burnt out doing that. Yeah. It's only a matter of time, yeah. you know.
could be 20 years, but it will be one, one day. You know? Relationships are everything. It's everything, yeah, 100%, absolutely. You know, no different, right? Relationships at home, yes. from a family point of view, if you look at the personal aspect, friends, associates, and then, of course, from a business point of view, colleagues and uh, stakeholders and so on. Yes. So we've mentioned the word, the key word, authenticity. Yeah. What does authenticity mean? Well, let me give you my explanation. We'll see what you can add to that. Yeah. It means basically something original, something solid, real, not a fake. Yeah? Uh, so from that perspective, if we can use that explanation regarding authenticity, what would you say? Would you say that's okay with you as well? Or would you have some other great words that would relate to the word authenticity? Authenticity. Um, well, I, I guess um, what, what I just heard from you suggests that um, uh, authenticity equals originality. Um, and I suppose in business, if you front up um, with, you know, with an offering that is just a copy of, um, of many, many other uh, brands in the marketplace, you're not giving your customer or your client a reason to do business with you. I remember, I remember reading a small ad in a, in a newspaper uh, in Canada in the early 70s. And it was a small ad to open up a business selling hamburgers. And, for, and, and maybe this was a lot of money in those days, I don't know, but for $5,000 down, you could have your own hamburgers restaurant. And I remember thinking to myself, hamburger joints are a dime a dozen. There is no room for another hamburger company. Well, it turned out that this uh, hamburger company was McDonald's. Really? <laughs> and back in the early 70s, you could get a McDonald's ham a franchise for $5,000 down. And wow. like I say, that was probably a bit of money in those days, but n nothing compared to what it costs today to mm -hmm. open a McDonald's franchise. Um, and of course, McDonald's had something which differentiated them from all the other hamburger joints in town. And so I guess in that sense, you could say that um, the founders of that company were very authentic. Very authentic. So authenticity then lends itself to uh, creating a premium brand for yourself. Yes. You know, totally. and, and a premium price as well. Yes. Because if it's not authentic, what we're suggesting then is it's then a, a copy. Yes. Yeah. And a copy is cheap. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So you don't want to be, as a professional, you don't ever want to come across as cheap, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, consultant or otherwise. Yeah, and if you're just a copy or perceived as a copy, then there's no way that you can add value uh, because you're constantly looking to copy your opposition. So you're so the client's getting second second best if they do business with you. Yeah, right, right. So authenticity is the key here. You got to bring course, something new to the table. Bring something new to the table. You know, and if you look at it from that point of view as well. You're talking about your pitch as well. Yeah. You know, you can talk about also from a media perspective if you're fronting the media. Yeah. You know, if you've got just an inauthentic script mm. that, every, you know, 101 script that everyone else has got when they're facing 
for instance, a journalist, that's not authentic. And, and I think today the world, you know, certainly people can pick up on that. Like, yes. They might not be able to exactly pick up every nuance of it, mm. but they will say, certainly in their minds, something's not right here, mm. you know. Mm. And I think we can all uh, understand that one. Yeah. yeah. And, and, of course, uh, when, when, you know, when, when you say you're going to do something, um, then you do it. Um, if you don't do it, then you're not very authentic. And finding excuses for your failure is also not very authentic. Yes, right. So what you're saying is then be your word, take accountability, be responsible. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So with that, then, can you share with us, I'll certainly share some as well, common mistakes that people make when they are developing their, their um, authentic personal image. Maybe I'll start. So here I am. Mm-hmm. I fly to Hong Kong and I'm 16 years old to go and check out some factories around textiles, right? In that, at that time, I wasn't involved with fashion. I was doing an exploratory trip. Uh, and I remember getting picked up at the hotel by a limousine to go to this factory somewhere in deep uh, outer aspects of Hong Kong. And I was dressed, get this, singlet. Shorts. It's hot in Hong Kong. Very hot. It was very hot. But my point is, and thongs, Aussie thongs. <laughs> so I got there, and this vice president of this company, mature lady, you know, obviously affluent and um, uh, upper class, if I can use that term. And I'm thinking, well, she's very dressed up and so on, right? Okay. And I'm, you know, like a, a young Aussie kid. Uh, trying to explore business opportunities. Anyway, she was very nice to me. She was very polite. She gave me samples, all sorts of stuff. I got the limo back at the hotel. And, of course, I came back to Australia. But that story that's virtually over 40 years ago, I have never forgotten it. And I just think about it, right? I teach this stuff, and I did that as a 16-year-old, thinking I was really cool. But it was an absolute, in my mind, a disaster looking at her back now. But she was very polite, of course. Uh, so, so that was one personal example. Can you think of any? God, I don't know that I can match that one. That was, uh, <laughs> that, that, that was pretty poignant, I think. I, I don't know that I can uh, single out one particular story other than possibly meeting you 20 years ago when you took one look at me and you said, you need to be packaged up. <laughs> And you proceeded to do, you proceeded to do exactly that, and of course, I've been living the results of uh, that packaging ever since. And and I drove all of my employees around the bend <laughs> uh, with that. Yeah, because when you're, I mean when you're using that that term for the benefit of our listeners, mm. what you're really talking about is you created a standard, yeah, a world class standard for your company that took you to the point where the company got listed and, of course, you know, made a lot of money, yeah. right? Yeah. So so if you look at it really from a big picture perspective without getting caught up with the detail where, you know, people would say, oh, it's fake or superficial, all that stuff that you hear all the time. You, you were very savvy mm. and strategic without actually using those words. Yeah. You know, you, you instinctively, you knew what you had to do. Yeah. And I think that's a key, right? Mm. Because every great entrepreneur and business leader, or any leader for that matter, has got a good instinct. Yeah. 
And we know that, you know, we know that basically perception is reality. Yeah. Looking at back now at all the successes, I can see, I can see uh, it wasn't actually an accident. Hmm. Yeah. What do you think? I guess I don't like to go around bragging about how good I am. Uh, I don't think that comes off very well. But like you said, I intuitively, instinctively knew what was required, what my clients wanted uh, from me. Some of them wanted miracles, and so it was up to me to deliver a miracle, uh, which I think I can say that uh, in most instances I did. Yeah, because I recall, I mean, obviously for people to come on board and virtually be led, right, or certainly follow a great leader, they have to trust. Yeah. They've got to see what's in it for them. Yeah. And I mean, all of the work that you did with your team uh, and some of the support stuff that we did, there was a, a connection there yeah. that we're going to do that because it's actually good for you. Yes. And it's good for your, definitely your career. Yeah. But also a personal perspective. Mm. It could actually help even you with your family, yeah. right? Your family, right? I mean, when you have, uh, when you face the mirror and you feel good about yourself, mm. that's the, then you're projecting that with the people you come in contact with. And when you, so if you can imagine the opposite of that, when you don't feel good about yourself, you're also projecting that. Yes. You know, totally. So, Lloyd, uh, one final question. So what would you advise your younger self right now about your personal and business success, okay, and how it was elevated by having an authentic personal image? Well, uh, first of all, go meet John Michael. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't spend the first 15 or 20 years of your career um, <clears throat> in the darkness. Secondly, I would say uh, have faith in yourself and trust in yourself uh, because there are way too many detractors out there that will try to tell you that you're, you, you can't do this or you can't do that. Uh, my advice is have faith in yourself and uh, don't take advice from anyone who earns less than you. Uh, that's a good one. That's an interesting one. Uh, so obviously, I, I, so what I hear you there saying is if you're going to start a business, talk to a business person. Yeah, a successful yeah? one. A successful one, right? Yeah, no point in talking to a failure. Well, but look, we, we learn a lot by failures as well, right? Yeah, okay. Fine. Well, the failures are for them and not for me. Yeah, that's right. But everyone has failures as well. It's just that sometimes others cover them up better. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's the reality, right? Yeah. For me, success is really, at times, all the failures you've done. And, yeah. you know, uh, I'm sure Elon Musk has had failures as well, right? Oh, yes, Absolutely. Uh, but I'm not going to him for his failures. I'm no. not going to him for his, for his experience. And I'm certainly going to him for his success. For sure. For sure. So so from the point of view, just finally on that, um, your younger self, what really landed for me was, of course, believing yourself yes. with what you just said. Yes. So, you know, it's it's so difficult at times with clients as a coach. When I believe in the client more than they believe in, in themselves. themselves. Yeah. Uh, because... You know, it's a gift that you can you can draw out and inspire people. Yes. You can see it, but somehow people have got blocks, yes. you know. Uh, of course, we, we, we break through that, right? But the bottom line is, let's assume, forget about the clothes, forget about the grooming, forget about all of that. Believe in yourself. Yes. Because if you don't believe in yourself, why should anyone believe in you? Absolutely. So, Lloyd, 
Uh, I did say to you it's the last question, but I've got one more final one for you. And that is, before we finish, what are your three top tips for leaders and entrepreneurs on how they should present an authentic personal image? I would say um, not necessarily in the order of importance, but um, be authentic and believe in yourself. Have passion for what you're on about and um, be, you know, demonstrate a high degree of ethical integrity. I think integrity and honesty are key uh, to success. So deliver on your promise. Deliver on the promise. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, look, with that, um, look, I want to really thank you for the opportunity to chat with us today. Folks, we're coming to the uh, near the end of the show. Uh, I'd like to thank again Lloyd for uh, taking the time to be with us and share his wisdom. He's actually um, an authentic guy that I love and respect for a long time, and uh, I know that um, uh, I know that he's got the evidence to prove that. So this is not a fake story uh, that you hear a lot of successful, you know, entrepreneurs and, and business people out there. So I want to thank you, and I, I want to thank you for also having the courage, you know, for having the courage all along to really be yourself. So I sincerely appreciate you coming in. Thanks, John. It's been a pleasure. Well, you can all find me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at John Underline Michael, on LinkedIn as John Michael, and on Facebook as Image Group International. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and that we have given you some practical insights. If you have a specific question on how to create an authentic personal image, please email me and I will help you on your journey. The email is on the description of the episode as follows. And also remember to subscribe to the podcast on the platform that you are listening to. So every time we have a new episode, every week, you'll be notified. If you like this episode, please share it with friends, family, and colleagues. Last but not least, I kindly ask you to rate the show on Apple Podcasts. For this, you just need to click on the link on the episode's description. Thank you all. I look forward to chatting again next week and wishing you abundance in all you do. John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass podcast is sponsored by Image Group International, a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.